All right, everybody. My name's Steve Bruce. And, you know, just for fun to uh, kind of pass time, I figured it'd be great to do a podcast like this. What's my podcast going to be about, you ask? Honestly, I don't have a certain subject matter that I will focus on mainly. I love sports, music, comedy, movies in general. So... I figured we'll probably go through some of that stuff, some of your everyday life scenarios, situations, past, present, future, all that stuff. My favorite team is the Green Bay Packers. Other than that, I don't have too many other favorite teams in other sports, although I do like other sports. Um, I plan on talking about some of my other favorite things that we'll mention throughout the show. But for today's subject, I would like to talk about the Green Bay Packers and the NFC Championship game. Obviously a huge letdown. Uh, Green Bay had a great year, 13-3, the number one seed, home field advantage through the playoffs. They made it to the championship game. They were favored. They won the turnover battle. And they still couldn't pull it off. This has become kind of the story for the Green Bay Packers in past years. Um, When they lost to the Seattle Seahawks, they were up. uh, I forget the margin. 23-7-21-10. Something like that in that aspect. And then they blew it and lost in overtime. There's a lot of scenarios in that uh, game that a lot of people love to point out. The fake field goal, the onside kick. For me, the biggest play of that game was the interception by, I believe, it was either Tremont Williams or Haha Clinton Dix. And he was returning it. Oh, you- and Julius Pepper. reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's the same exact thing that happened this year in the NFC Championship game. Green Bay had three interceptions and only six points off those interceptions. The Bucs had two turnovers and had 14 points off that interception. Off the interception and the fumble. Now, I'm not here blaming the turnovers because similar to the NFC Championship game back against Seattle, there was a bunch of things that people want to blame for that, you know, just isn't top on my list. The field goal, instead of going for it on fourth down. Um, the O-line, not blocking, although that that's, that's up there on my list. To me, the biggest play, the biggest sequences of play is going to be right before the half. Fourth down, touchdown to Scotty Miller over Kevin King. At that point in the game, it was 10-14. They hit that touchdown on fourth down, going to the half, up 21-10. Okay. Horrible. 
Can't have that happen. But hey, 21-10, not terrible. Green Bay comes out. Aaron Jones fumbles the ball. Nothing on Aaron Jones. That guy's been nothing but incredible in Green Bay. Doesn't fumble often. That stuff happens. But he fumbles. They score the very next play, 28-10. That's an 18-point deficit within five minutes of gameplay. And just to clarify everything, I am not the type of guy that's going to write down bulletin points, stats, facts, to make this podcast, if you want to call it that, very uh, credible. I'm just going to go off of memory, which I have a great one. Semi, great. Some would say like an ox. But I'm just going to go off of how I remember things and how I feel. So the touchdown on fourth down, I think 10 seconds left, whatnot. Then Green Bay comes out the very first drive. I don't even think they got a first down yet. Aaron Jones fumbles the ball. Touchdown, just like that. 28-10 in the matter of minutes. You know what the final score of that game was? 31-25. So after the fourth down touchdown before half and the fumble right after half, 14 points, after those 14 points on plays that you cannot make in the NFC Championship game, they only scored three points. So let's say they don't give up that fourth down. They go into, they get, let's say they give up the field goal, the very least. 17-10. Okay. They come out. They don't fumble. They score the minimum of field goal. 13-17. A four-point difference turned into an 18-point difference in the matter of minutes. To me, that is where the game changed. The fourth down call, the kick a field goal, that doesn't even get on my radar. I know a lot of people aren't going to be happy with that. But there was just, that was the final mistake, unfortunately. And to that point, the field goal, let's be honest, Green Bay had the ball. How many times before LaFleur decided, <laughs> that's fun, before LaFleur, before LaFleur, LaFleur before, <laughs> I'm only kidding. But before LaFleur decided to kick that field goal, the Packers offense had the ball. They had the chance to score, and they just couldn't. So I'm not going to put it on that play call. I'm also not putting it on the offense because Tampa has a good D. Their defense, it's good, you know? D-back being out didn't help on the O-line. The O-line played great all year, substituting guys in and out when needed. But against that front, against some linebackers that Tampa Bay had, it just wasn't enough. And unfortunately, as I've said, that 14 point, I'm sorry, 18 points, that 18 point difference, those 14 points in the matter of five minutes is what really killed the Packers. Now, I'm not here to dwell. The Packers lost. Second year in the NFC Championship game, they lost. A lot better outcome than last year. I can say that. I can say I feel a lot better than I did last year. Last year, they didn't have a chance. They were completely outplayed, outcoached. 
um, and there's nothing you can do about it. This year, Packers shot themselves in the foot. They could have won that game. Um, on top of everything else that went wrong in that game, I mean, the the defensive penalty at the very end on fourth down on Kevin King, um, that was completely the right call. It, he was holding, no doubt about it. The only reason I mention it and I don't like it is because it was happening all game. Those guys were all over Alan Lazard on a crucial third down. Um, they were they were on a lot of guys, to be honest with you. Um, to that point, Lazard also messed up on a run pass option. He uh, did have a mistake when Devontae was supposed to run a quick hitch or a slant, a dig. I, honestly, my football terms aren't up to date. I don't know, but I know what he was supposed to do, so follow along with me. And Lazard was supposed to... Um, I believe run a quick slant to kind of cross over and he didn't which bottled everything up and Adams wasn't able to get open EQ also had the drop two point conversion which if you would add that in maybe LaFleur doesn't go for the two point convert or I'm sorry the field goal instead of the, the fourth down and I again guys I understand it's Aaron freaking Rodgers you want the ball in that guy's hand let me tell you something. It's Mason freaking Crosby. That guy has the golden leg. So if there was a second person that I trust to put points on the board, it's Mason Crosby. No, all jokes aside, guys, like I said, I really do not hate the field goal call. Um, a lot of you are going to disagree with me, and that that's completely fine. But that was not the reason why Green Bay lost that game. That is, matter of fact, the very last reason why Green Bay lost that game. Um, they came in, they had to win the turnover battle, and they basically did. But the Bucks capitalized on every turnover. They killed us on the O-line. That's it, you know? So my take from the game is this. The Packers just can't get it done in the big game. Seattle, Atlanta, San Fran... Uh, this year against the Bucks, it's for whatever reason, I'm, I don't know, lack of playmakers, coaching, um, not being clutch enough when it matters. I mean, what Green Bay Zadarius had 13 and a half sacks, I think, on the year and didn't have one sack in the championship game. And again, guys, I love thank you, every Green Bay Packer player who's played today, who's played throughout the whole year thank you all for just going out there in a time such as uncertain as a time that we are in now and playing for us the fans because I'll tell you what this year sucked not from a Packers football standpoint from a world standpoint with the pandemic but you guys playing football from everybody Mark Murphy the whole way down to the training staff um people who do the laundry, anybody that was out there risking that.
Thank you. Anyways, back to the point. Again, I told you this in the beginning. I don't have bullets and points. I don't have subject matter. I'm here to talk. I hope you're here to listen. And that's all I can ask for. So my out my my outlook on the game is the Packers lost. The Packers shot themselves in the foot. Tom Brady had three interceptions and they still won the game. That's how you get it done. And Green Bay has not been able to get it done. I have high hopes for this offseason. Um, we'll get to that maybe next week. I don't want to, like I said, I don't have too much subject matter. I don't want to talk about all of it in one episode. You know, I don't even know how lo- how many episodes or how long I'm going to even be able to do this for. I mean, my brain can only consume so much and you're going to only want to listen to me ramble and not talk about freaking, here we go. I don't even know what I'm saying. So anyways, let's get back to it. I think Green Bay needs to go all in this year. And we'll get into that a little bit more next time. But just to kind of end on a high note, the NFC Championship game, it was it was defeating. It was heartbreaking. But the Packers had one hell of a season. Everybody coming in here, the Packers drafted a quarterback. They didn't draft for need the first three rounds. Oh, Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon, Joseph Delisaia. And I am definitely butchered that name. I, I apologize. But here's what you guys don't understand. Green Bay saw what they had. They knew. I'm not saying it was the greatest move. I'm not even saying it was a good move. But I'm saying let's trust that front office. Let them do what they do best. Yeah. They didn't get any they didn't get any playing time from their first round pick. But there's a domino effect to everything. That first round pick could have fired up Rodgers. Maybe it didn't. He goes on record saying it didn't. That's fine. I believe you. But let's say this. What if them not picking a wide receiver fired up the wide receivers? Now the wide receivers MVS missed the third down himself, Alan Lazard. EQ, you know, these guys are all thinking, wow, this front office really believes in me. They don't think they need to go out there and and snatch a wide receiver or reach for a wide receiver in round two. They think that we can get this job done. And they did get this job done until that very last game. But again, Forget about the narrative of the draft. A.J. Dillon looks like he's going to be a beast. That guy was drafted for a reason. I do not think Aaron Jones is going to be signed, unfortunately. And he is a great back, and he's going to be deeply missed on that offense. And again, we're going to get into this a little bit more next week, offseason hopes and goals and realistic expectations for the Packers. But um, they came into this season, I think, there was reports that the Vikings, they had the best offseason. They drafted needs. They got this. They got that. Well, what did the Vikings do? The Packers, they didn't address needs. They did this. They didn't do that. Well, what did the Packers do? Now, I shouldn't be sitting here all my high horse bragging about the Packers losing, losing in the NFC Championship game. But like I said, it was a great year. It was a fun year. It will be a year that will be remembered for sure. There was something different about Aaron Rodgers this year 
it's easy to say when you're winning and he's going to win the MVP, but that guy was seriously having fun out there. He is such in a Zen mode, relaxed, you know, R E L A X E D. Relaxed. He's so relaxed. The guy was just, and also another thing if you're an Aaron Rodgers fan or a skeptic on Aaron Rodgers, go to Pat McAfee and watch his uh, podcast. Those are wonderful, very amusing interviews, and they are really great to see the insight of who Rodgers really is. Um, I was one of those guys. I thought Rogers was a gumpy Gus. He's never having fun, you know. And that's that's where I want to get the record straight. That guy, he was having a lot of fun this year. And I don't know if that's with the players around him, if it's because of winning. Winning does make everything more fun, you know. Um, seeing Matt LaFleur, I, I just think that Rogers is in a happy place. And that really contributed to the success of the Green Bay Packers this year. So I'm hoping that it continues. There's a lot of rumbles of Aaron Rodgers uh, being traded and uh, going to the Colts and uh, he hates it in Green Bay or the Packers have to start Jordan Love. There's, guys, listen, that's, the media is going to media. You know, they're, they need to get clicks. They need you guys to read these articles. That's, that's all that is. Um, so don't, don't listen to that. Listen, you guys look, listen, and you guys make your own assumptions from what these players or these uh, personnel coaches are saying themselves. And if you're doing that, Mark Murphy is quoted saying, we're not trading Rodgers. We're not idiots. Gutekiss says, my boy Goody, no, Rodgers is our quarterback for the future. Matt LaFleur after the game. What's up with Rogers' future? Is he going to be here next year? Hell yeah, he's going to be here next year. That's our leader. Those are the guys that you need to listen to. Rogers, yeah, he went on that pre-mentioned Pat McAfee show. Great show. Please go and watch it. It is freaking awesome. Um, I'm not getting paid to say Pat McAfee show. I'm not getting paid to do anything. I kill bugs, and we'll talk about that in the future episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, this is strictly me just talking. I love that show. That show was great. And hopefully I don't get sued for mentioning it. Or Because if you sue me, dog, I don't know what you're going to sue me for. I mean, I'm in my truck. I guess I got a basketball, a B&G, some hand sanitizer you might want, you know. But anyways, <laughs> Rogers, even on that McAfee show, sure, he left some things up to read between the lines. And uh, the, the future is so uncertain. Yes, the future is uncertain. But what did he say before that? He said there's no, he doesn't see no reason why he shouldn't be a Green Bay Packer. So closing statements, I've been rambling on for almost 20 minutes. That was my goal to get 20 minutes done. I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode because I wanted to talk about the NFC Championship game. I, I think I covered the NFC Championship game, rambled off here and there, um, there and here, you know. We had a quick little... LaFleur before, before LaFleur, for LaFleur, going the floor with a core door on a Ford. I, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, basically, the Green Bay Packers had a great year. They choked as much as it hurts to say they choked in the NFC Championship game. But don't you ever for a second think that these guys not go out there and want to win that game and play their heart out. 
sometimes things don't go the way you want them to go. And paraphrasing from the great MVP himself, you can't control the outcomes around you, but you can control how you react to those outcomes. Thank you for listening. This is Steve Bruce, Stevie B Main. I don't know what we're going to do with this podcast, what I'm going to name it, what I'm going to go as. We'll see. I hope I see you guys. uh, Well, I guess I can't see you. I hope you guys tune in next week. Thank you so much.